But, oh, the world. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Fit Truths Podcast. Um, we are starting off with something a little bit different. Oh, my gosh. Really, Jen and I just small talk about life. But we wanted to uh, bring to you guys some fun um, test products. And by test products, they're already in grocery stores, but they're typically <laughs> the products that everybody sees and they're wondering, should I consume this? Should I try it? Will it taste good? Is it worth my time? Is it worth my money? So Jen and I went to Sprouts the other day. Our favorite store. Our favorite store. We have been, Jen just mentioned she's been grocery shopping more with me than anybody else. Probably. And Jen and I haven't known each other that long. So that's... <laughs> I know. We've been to a lot of grocery stores. I feel like we Very frequent Sprouts, moment. Whole Foods. We went to Wegmans the day of the shutdown. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, and there, I mean, there's always products that I'm very intrigued about. For sure. I can only imagine what the world might be thinking about these products. So, um, or maybe they've never seen them. They might not have. Uh, Probably not. The things we come across. I'm very nervous about this. (laughs) I'm kind of excited. So our our first product, yeah, our first product, um, is a tea. Oh, you're going to do this yeah. beverage first? We're going to do beverage. We have one food be- item and okay. one beverage. Um, and so the tea is, it's literally called skin tea. Uh, <laughs> here it is. We have two different flavors. Jen has a flavor. Yeah. Have a flavor. Jen, what's your flavor? My flavor is green tea grapefruit. Ooh, mine is white tea ginger. They had another flavor. What was that reject flavor that we were like? Hibiscus vanilla. Vanilla, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Mm." I can't. (laughs) Like, I love a good vanilla scented candle. But I don't know if I want to. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they went on like a, you know, like a vanilla Coke kind of vibe, maybe. Oh. But not with hibiscus. I don't know. That sounds weird. But uh, this product comes from Los Angeles, California. So if that doesn't say some things for you. I know. This is definitely going to work. Is it? Okay. So about this product. uh, Yeah, yeah. If you roll the can over, it says light, spicy, and bubbly. Does yours say that at the top? It says light, spicy, and bubbly. No, mine says light, fresh, and fizzy. Ooh. Oh, mine is fresh and fizzy. It says- What does yours have in it? In it? The the ingredients. Right below it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The collagen. I've got collagen, white tea, ginger, hawthorn berry. Mm -hmm that is passion flower <laughs> horsetail what in the world is that <laughs> is that hair nettle I like we read these in the store but I somehow still this. bought it i picked I, the- I read it and then didn't i didn't it didn't register to me what's a nettle root anyway the benefits of mine are skin, hair, nail, joint, mood, and overall well-being. What's yep, yours? Same, same, same. Oh, what's your ingredients, though? Uh, ingredients are collagen, green tea, hibiscus, hawthorn berries, still, passion flower, the horsetail, and the nettle root. What the heck is horsetail? I don't know. I'm scared. Know. Okay, I was word. scared about product, too. I'm now more scared that I'm drinking horsetail. <laughs> This also has 30 uh, milligrams of caffeine. No. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Where do you see that? Oh, yeah. It's got caffeine in it. One gram of net carb. 
Oh, I've got five grams of sugar. Uh, oh, I don't. I have less than one gram of sugar, but it's got nine grams of erythritol. Great. My, oh, I don't have. Oh, you've got you added erythritol. Oh. Mm. It's my that they would do. I know it's interesting that they wouldn't keep that same energy. <laughs> this is gonna have a mine's gonna have a grapey flavor i know it's because it's got grape juice concentrate in it i'm not a mm. huge grape fan but mine is well is it grapefruit or grape juice grape juice Your, oh mine is grapefruit i guess for the flavor all right let's pop this open bless our souls hashtag lord, liquid radiance is what it says lord bless us do you have to smell i had to smell mine uh, right. smells like much. Smells like a grapefruit sparkling water. Oh, that's kind of nice. Oh, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, that, I like. I could like that. It's not it too is. bubbly. No, it kind of tastes like honestly, kind of what you would expect it to taste like. It's got a tea vibe, but like Definitely. a sparkling tea. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. a sparkling, sparkling tea. It tea. literally is. Collagen sparkling tea. Some collagen Collag products, you can taste, like they have like a gritty taste to them. Yeah. This does not. I'm like, um, yeah, it's almost like a spark. It's like a grapefruit sparkling water mixed with iced tea, like a splash of tea. Yeah, this is good. I like this. I would buy this again. It's expensive, but I would buy it again. It's like How much was this? Like $3.99? At yeah, Sprouts? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's got some collagen in it. I mean, it benefits hair, skin, nails, and joints, mood, and overall well being. I hope to I mean, be. I hope to be well after this. I better wake up radiant. I know. I'm just like, whatever. At least it's got caffeine in it. It's about the, is that the equivalent of one cup of coffee? So. Is it? Isn't that what's usually in a cup of coffee? I don't know. I drink too much Thanks coffee so. in a day. That <laughs> this is going to have no effect on you. Meanwhile, I'm going to be wired tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Product, you. <laughs> product two. Put your can down. <laughs> no, I'm not going to drink this is This isn't going to mix well with product one. Oh, man. Yeah. Product two. This was, we bought this on a whim. We bought this as a this, joke. I'm excited about this. This is, I've some, I've seen this multiple times and I've wanted to buy it probably about five times and had I've, no to buy it. I've never seen this, um, but I'm nervous about it. So this product is called Muscle Mac. Mm. Um, it's your good old mac and cheese in a microwavable container. A little bit For like sure. mine's getting dried like out. Yeah, it's kind of. I like know. That's what I mean. We should have probably eaten this first. Um, the process to make this made me want to gag. So you get powder. So it's exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's like craft mac and cheese, right? Make, you yeah. You add some water to a small bowl, heat up the noodles, um, and then add the powdered <sighs> cheese to it. I have a Find dairy thing. So this makes me Ooh. really nervous. <laughs> I'm if really Alex scared. has to leave the podcast soon. Right. If, if we get radio silent, y'all know what happened. So about this muscle um, mass. Yeah, yeah. Tell so us about it. It's 410 calories for that right a, off the bat. A for 102 grams. So one container. It's got 11 grams of fat. Mm -hmm. 57 carbs. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. No added sugars though. And 20 grams of protein. Um, I mean, protein yeah. comes from what? Uh, I found it yesterday when I was looking at 
Well, the noodles are from a pea protein isolate, and then it's got a whey. Oh, yeah. Ooh. It's got a whey something. It's, yeah. In the it's cheese mix. In it. Yeah. Oh, gosh. There are yeah, also a lot of words that I cannot pronounce. This stuff is by no means healthy. No. Let's like, just be clear. Like, hooked on phonics didn't <laughs> work for me, and it's not going to work on trying to figure out what the ingredients are. I mean, it's heavily processed, but we already knew that. Oh, like, we already knew that when we bought it. Big time. I mean, what's the, soda, the, what's the sodium levels in this thing? There's one milligram of iron. <laughs> I mean, I feel like for the calories, I don't think it's that much different than what you would get from probably like a regular mac and cheese, except the added protein. There's I mean, 213 I mean, there's, milligrams of calcium. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I'm very nervous, y'all. Look, guys, I mean, it's marketed as muscle mac. It's got to have all the gains. Gains. We're going to – gains on top of gains. This, this appeals to the bro. Oh, yes. In me. In you, not me. <laughs> Do I not mean, leave a microwave on a good post-workout if, you know – I would never eat this. If you don't care about what you're putting in your body and you yeah. just want the gains from the protein, I mean – why not? Let's, but let's also be clear before we take a bite of this that we were in the store and Jen goes, "What's the macros on this?" So this is <laughs> I did. This is 100% what Jen would eat. You would want for mac and cheese. All right, so let's say you wanted mac and cheese, but you're like, Smells "I want like a terrible. healthy mac and cheese." This is not a healthy mac and cheese, but I mean, this I'm smells awful. awful. Jen, it's not coming off my spoon when I turn my spoon it's upside down. Definitely, it looks like Kraft mac and cheese. It looks like Kraft Mac. Yeah, it looks like that's probably, we should have probably found Kraft Mac and cheese and compared the mm. ingredients. All right, let's take a bite. All right, let's do it. And go. Not bad. I hope everybody can hear us chewing. I know, that's like awkward. I was, I was wondering that. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. This is like some, what's it, ASMR or whatever stuff? It's subpar. It's exactly what you would expect it to taste like. True. I also haven't had real, I haven't, well, I had mac and cheese at Thanksgiving. That's not true. I'm on bite number two. I mean, then again, I don't feel like you eat mac and cheese to feel great about things. I don't eat mac and, I don't eat cheese. So there's yeah. two flavors of this muscle mac. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, grass the other fed one? buttermilk like, or something, something like, that. like that. Something that looked more like an Alfredo. Why are we still eating this? <laughs> Why didn't I get the Alfredo looking one? Why have we not put it down is the better question. I don't know. I'm kind of into it right now, but I intentionally did not eat a snack before this because you were saving your macros for this uh mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, muscle I, hate it. I mean i don't hate it either i don't hate it your boyfriend would eat this for sure i'm gonna take the rest up after a while it gets a little powdery i'm starting um, to get a powdery i finished first of all mm -hmm. one of the ingredients is anti-boil over powder mine boiled <laughs> over see that send it back mine boiled over Mine didn't. Mine was really dry. I had to keep adding water. Like I filled it up to the fill line, like they said, and I had to add more water. Food starch modified. This stuff by no means is healthy. We, we're not, yeah. We're, we're not, not condoning it as a healthy snack. We're not in, endorsing this yeah, as a healthy snack, but we're going to try it for you. We will put our bodies at risk for you. It, it was the marketing for me. Muscle Mac. I mean. It was right next to the Annie's Bunny Mac. Right, for sure. So, I mean, you know, all the gains. We wanted all the gains, so we went with 20 grams of protein per serving. Here I am on spoon number three of this. <laughs> you are going to town on it. 
I don't think I, I haven't had mac and cheese in a while. Like, yeah, you're not gonna feel great later. No, I already don't feel good about it. <laughs> like, not like this tea though is very refreshing. Back to the skin tea, I'd I'd purchase the skin tea again if it came in a four pack for three ninety nine. Yeah, I don't know why you would really need. People buy their products. coffee. I mean, it's got it's got caffeine in it's it. Got caffeine. So, I mean, it's gonna help you feel. Yeah, I guess if you. Yeah, I guess if you don't like the taste of coffee, but still wanted the caffeine, why not? Yeah, I'd buy it again. It's refreshing. Okay. It's light, freshing, fizzy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not good to wash down your muscle mac. P.S. <laughs> it's not I good. Mind it. I don't you mind. You wash down muscle milk with this. The muscle mac. Would you wash down muscle, your muscle, muscle mac with your skin tea? Fought, like, chase it. I mean, it's the only thing I've got to drink right now. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. All that processed cheese. <sighs> it powdered. You got to wash powdered. it down with something. You, okay. If we were really in the apocalypse, I'd go buy muscle mac because it's going to last yeah. a very long time. Yeah, that stuff is never – it's definitely not going bad. Definitely not. Soon. So, not, not. All right, friends. Well, that is our – What are we talking about? Those are our product reviews for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess check out your – look up Muscle Mac. You might be interested in it. Definitely look up some skin tea. I mean, for sure. If you are an if-it-fits-your-macros kind of person and you want some mac and cheese with a lot of protein and if you you're don't on care the whole about 30, the anti-boil-over powder. <laughs> if you're on, you're the, on whole the whole 30, 30, this is not for you. If I'm, you're vegan, it's not for you. If you're <laughs> – any sort of person that cares about what you eat. This is not for you. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. There's that. There you go. But, but if you just care about making those gains, go for it. It's Gainesville. That's all yours. Gains, all right. Gains. I'm turning the mic over to Jen. Jen's hosting what? this week. It's her topic. What? It's all Jen. I'm just here for moral support. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much what I've been doing for you the last couple weeks, right? Well, yeah, this is only episode. This is only episode three. Dang, it feels like forty-three. Time flies when you're having fun. So, what are we talking about today? You Our tell me. topic today is the new fitness norm. As you guys know, we are in the middle of a pandemic still. Remember uh, when this first happened, and we were taking bets for how long gyms would be closed and this would be going on. Yeah, I'm glad I never gave anybody actual money. I know, we never gave anyone any money. <laughs> well, all of us lost, so. True. Somebody said all a year. Somebody said a year. Did they? I said May. I definitely thought, yeah, I thought it was going to be around like Easter. So gyms closed, it was like March 16th-ish. Yeah, I gave it till Cinco de Mayo. Um, yeah, I was right around like, April, May, I thought we would definitely be back in the gym by then. And what we were not. Thought about what? Well, we already know our initial thought about the shutdown was we were like, how are we going to work out? Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> so we, I know. Everyone knows. Everyone knows our priorities. We probably should have stopped up on muscle mac before. Had we known. Before everything closed. But yeah, we ran to Dick's and got weights because we figured even though it was going to be maybe short we still wanted to work out yeah well I knew I didn't well we knew that we couldn't go into our gym that we were working right at. I knew that I couldn't go to the CrossFit gym that I was working out at right and so what was your initial plan what were you gonna do 
my initial plan was I was just going to work out in my back patio. Now, for right. people who don't know specifically who we are, so we live in a city. Like, we live in downtown right, Baltimore. True. Right? True. And our homes don't come with yards or ample right. amount of space. So, right. like, for my house, like, I have a very small cement patio in the back. And so right. my plan was I was going to just work out there. My second plan was I was just going to become a runner again. <laughs> Like, I was like, well, I guess I could train for a marathon during this little pandemic. Um, it was so, kind of optimal timing in the sense that weather was kind of, like, starting to break. True. Yeah. And then it got hot because it became the real hot. So that was my plan. My personal plan for working out was, um, was I was going to work out in the back patio or I was going to work out in my basement. Your basement? Yeah. yeah. But my ceilings yeah. are also very short. Right. My ceilings are taller, but I, I just, something about working out on carpet. And then I was like, I don't know. That's, so uh, my yeah. plan was also to work out outside. I have a deck. I don't have a cement slab. Yours is cement, right? Yeah, but mine's not level, but your deck is probably a level. I mean, that's good enough. I mean, it works. <laughs> it worked for a while. It worked for a while. True. So that was our personal plan was that we were going to work out at home. And what I think, did you I think, think um, gyms did a really great job, like, uh, like, CrossFit gyms and studios did a really great job where they were renting out equipment to their members. So I rented equipment, right? That wasn't, we were part of a big gym. Yeah. We're part of a big commercialized gym. I guess that's the benefits of the CrossFit community. Right. CrossFit or or studios type clubs. Yeah. yeah, Cause I was able to borrow a barbell. Oh, yeah. So I had, I had a sufficient amount of equipment. Mm -hmm. Uh, It just didn't have a sufficient amount of, space space to use said equipment in right like the barbell yeah, I think I had touched from like wall to wall in my back patio <laughs> I mean you know you had to get creative but how did you feel professionally so everything shut down we decided we were going to take everything pretty much virtually was what our plan was where we were working how did you I remember when you you were the fitness manager obviously and then you told us that we were going to do that and my initial reaction was no (laughs) okay so leading up to that leading up to that yeah because a ton of me was that the day of I know like you guys came up with that really quick Mm -hmm. it seemed like because was that the day of that we had that meeting the day that we shut down was like already there was a plan in place yeah so um me and my direct supervisor at the time me my direct supervisor and a couple other uh fitness managers we got together and our my supervisor literally came and said he was like we're gonna shut down like it's just a matter of time we're gonna shut down and so we're like what's the plan so we devised the plan And my goal was to make sure that you, like the trainers that I was managing knew what the plan was so that whenever that happened, we were going to, we were going to be ready to go with it. We were going to roll with it. We were going to shut our doors, but we were still going to be functioning 100%. I'm a problem solver, like through and through. I think we brought that up last time. Yeah. And so when there's a problem of like, okay, my trainers still need to make money. Our members still need to have fitness and they need to work out. How do we accomplish those things? And so we met 
we met the day that it was the we met like one or two days before it got announced because okay. i i knew that it was coming so i was like emergency meeting i'm right. announcing this now trainers can start having these conversations with their clients and i'm having trouble with this mu- muscle mac already um <laughs> And so, yeah, trainers could start talking to their clients and we would be good to go. And so we had an emergency team meeting. Yeah. Um, and I, I had a feeling a lot of the trainers would be like, I'm not doing this. I, I was 100% flipping through the pamphlet. Like, mm. <laughs> you weren't the only one. <laughs> it's a weird concept, right? It's, it's a weird, weird it was super about. weird. It was super weird to think about being on a laptop, on an iPhone, watching someone work out in their living room, not being able to be there with them in person, see them, talk to them. What equipment are they going to have? How am I going to make workouts? And how am I going to make this not awkward for all parties involved? I imagined it was going to be like, I imagined it was going to be like us staring at each other on a computer in silence i don't know why i don't know this is the the thought that i had and i was like yeah this is gonna be this isn't gonna go down well well (laughs) i had that same thought but i was like okay i believe in my trainer's ability to deliver a great experience for their members right my other thought to it was whether they whether they actually got a physically really great workout comparable Mm -hmm. to what they did in the gym they were getting human interaction with somebody else. Yeah. And that so, became very important later down the line, yeah. which we didn't really realize was going to be an issue probably yeah. day one. Yeah. And so that was my other thought process to it was just try it out. Cause either way you guys are getting human interaction, they're getting human interaction and that's going to be more stimulating to them than how many burpees they did in corn. Cause then they were still being held accountable <laughs> To, right. um, to potential goals that they have and making sure that they weren't scarfing down mac and cheese all day. <laughs> um, so then it became, how do we just create an experience for someone? That's really yeah. what it turned into. And then things evolved and it, I probably had, I don't think too many people were on board at first, I think everyone kind of held out that hope, like, oh, it's only going to be a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. I'll just wait and chill out for, for then. And then there were some people that were like, heck yeah, let's do this. Yeah. And then it ended up being probably almost like way better than I ever expected. It I, was way yeah. less awkward. I mean, I guess, and I guess that's like where having a relationship with your trainer comes into play, right? Like, everything it just felt like rolled so naturally with the people that continued with me it was mm-hmm. kind of like we picked up conversations that we were just having this week it was just exactly. I'm in my living room you're in your living room and now we got to work with what we got but it ended up being super cool yeah and you can really tell a huge difference between those trainers that had personal connections with their clients and those mm-hmm. that were just kind of surfacey with their clients right Um, because those that were very just surfacey had a very hard time with virtual training. The training. Yeah. Um, and those who were more personal and were more personal prior to closing had a phenomenal experience with virtual training because it was 
you're catching up with a friend basically you're checking in on a friend you just so happen to be uh giving them now a workout like now you're becoming creative with it yeah what was awkward for me was classes Oh my gosh. Virtual classes were very awkward for me. Talk about the first like couple of them that I like literally could not use Zoom. Yeah, that was fun. (laughs) You also learn who knows technology and who doesn't. Oh my God. It used to give me the worst anxiety every time I had to leave a class, lead a class. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's awkward because you're like, because in a class atmosphere, you can like, you can see everything that's going on. Mm -hmm like in all dimensions right like in every direction as well in a virtual class it's you're like very trusting that this person's Mm -hmm. not laying on the ground outside of their screen (laughs) not doing anything (laughs) um because i'll be 100 percent honest we had all staff meetings and there was a time or two where i would just lay on the ground because i was like i can't do another push-up i can't do another mountain climber we need to get Another a little burpees. bit more creative. Another drop <laughs> squat. We need to get way more creative with our workouts here. Nor was I going to do body jam. This is I also fit truth, people. I wouldn't this do body jam truth. in person. So, but I yeah, wouldn't I wouldn't do. It. Can Can you honestly admit that I would do? Think that I would do body jam or Zumba. More power to you if you can do those things. <laughs> That is not my skill set. But that was mm-hmm. like we should do that one day for the podcast. We should take a no. <laughs> we should take a Zumba. I'll class. eat all of them like a YouTube one. Me too, but I will never. We should take a YouTube Zumba class. I took Zumba three times in my life, and it was a horrible experience. I tell I tell clients all the time, if if you want to take those classes, but you don't feel comfortable being in them, I will one hundred percent go in there with you. That will make you look like Beyonce because I. Sure. I am half white, half Chinese. <laughs> That's that is better than being black and still not being able to do it. <laughs> You're probably right, but I'm supposed to have the rhythm. But at least, like, you are supposed to have rhythm. I mean, I don't have any. I'm supposed to. You, you could probably <laughs> it never. Still, it never evolved. You could probably like still channel it fake for my it. ancestors. You can. <laughs> You could probably still fake it and look a thousand times better than me. I fake it and it look like my hip is gone bad. You know it's also hard step aerobics. Yes, I kicked. I have step. used to. I have. I did take that like way back in the day, like when I first joined the gym, and with a little bit of practice, it's not the worst. It's, it's the more the coordination. I'm, yeah, it's I'm the not coordination. Co- I, yeah, I'm not. I am not coordinated enough. Like step turn. Step turn, kick, kick ball, yeah. <laughs> handstand, backflip, pivot, pivot. I barely have the Yo. pivot part down. Without, <laughs> I also get motion sickness. So if I turn too many times, it's going uh, down. Imagine that after some muscle back. <laughs> I'm struggling. So that was your initial thoughts of virtual training. How has that changed now? Now we are. What is this like month ten? What what is it? Where are we? Thirty two weeks. Nine month nine. I feel like that sounds really short when you put it thirty two weeks. That's basically the same amount of time you could have a baby in. Sure, you know. Oh, gosh, um, that might be the fit truth for a lot of our population here. Oh yeah, the new baby. It's going to be the COVID babies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. instead of the baby boom, the COVID boom. Um, yeah. 
my feelings now, I go back and forth. Like I really, I enjoy it for some of my clients because I know that they mm-hmm. are at risk. And so by asking them to come to a gym setting puts them at mm-hmm. higher risk. So I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also don't mind the fact that I don't have to get up at 4am every day. Anymore. Mm-hmm. That's like Very the true. big, for me, that's the biggest like selfish reason of why I don't mind it is because I literally could get up 45 minutes before my appointment, walk downstairs and be ready to go. And so can they. And so can they. So that's for a lot of people, thing. it is a lot more convenient. I, yeah. People Not like just for us. Yeah. People enjoy the convenience of it. Um, of just, I mean, strictly virtual training. The convenience is really great because they can just lunchtime downstairs. Yep. Trek to wherever they need to go, put up their camera mm-hmm. and we're ready to go. Others, others, I think like if you don't understand FaceTime or Skype or <laughs> Zoom, it's still a challenge. But if you have it figured out to where like have the basic understandings of those platforms, you'll be fine. You mean as far as making sure the camera how- Oh, oh, okay. I was going to say as far as like camera, oh, camera placement. Yes. Camera placement or just how to work zoom in general, how to just work it in general. Um, but I think overall, like for me personally, overall, like I kind of enjoy it. I kind of like the Mm -hmm. convenience of it for my clients. Um, Mm -hmm. do I miss the like human interaction, like the actual one-on-one face-to-face interaction? Yeah, kind of. But if I'm thinking about what's most con- if I'm thinking what's convenient for them, then I think it's fine. I kind of yeah. I kind of like it. At this point, my basement's set up like a gym. I've got rubber mats on the ground. I've got a spin bike down there. Yeah, I got dumbbells, do kettlebells. What happened to your running plan? That you were just like screw it. And oh yeah, it got too hot. <laughs> that was short lived. Well, the problem was is I ended up working more in quarantine than I did in the club mm-hmm. so that's what I felt like before yeah 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 I it was escalated quickly yeah I mean our team was doing phenomenal like yeah amazing for the location that we had like we were our team like, was crushing it yeah so I feel like it just it ended up being a lot better than we all thought oh I mean, yeah all yeah it was like, kind of like not so bad it's not so bad it's not as awkward as we thought it was gonna be no it's just not 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 so bad kind of like this podcast like, like thing... we're not in the same room contrary no. to everyone's belief this we're... is pretty much what we would be talking about if we were <laughs> basically how we would be talking how we would, we'd yeah. be sitting at our table eating muscle neck Ugh, somebody wants know. that you can come get it Come take that. Oh, I mean, I know, I'm kind of sad that it's over. I'm gonna have to revive it. I might revive it and go give it to Chris. <laughs> I feel like I want. I was tempted. Back, sorry, back to the muscle. I was tempted to add like milk or something to like hook it up a little. Mm, that's actually a pretty good idea. I know. Like you just gotta spice it up a little. Make yeah. it. Make it. Give it your own touch. <laughs> Anywho, back to our new fitness norms. Yeah, I feel like what. I feel like the one thing that has surprised me was how many comfort zones 2020 has forced me out of. The fact that I had to learn how to use Instagram and that I had to go live and do workout videos. Oh yeah, you did that. From the comfort of my living room. 
I was literally sweating every time I had to do it. I was so nervous. So but I would, I would never have done that had it not been for 2020. And so, so that, do you, that do is you feel more what, comfortable with it now. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Now it's probably almost easier. So now that when we run around sprouts and I'm like Instagram and live stuff, you're great. You're like, this I mean, yeah. Did you see our skin tea, our skin tea post? <laughs> Except I couldn't get the Instagram live to work. I could only get the story to work. That's fine. I still haven't mastered talking to the camera yet. Like while I'm just here straight on, I still haven't, I haven't, I haven't crossed that barrier. I, I haven't come to terms with that. That is what is reality at this point. Yeah, I won't do that in front of people. So the fact that I live by myself. Yeah, but I don't have to no. have someone. I don't. You don't. Are you, you see that? Are you just afraid of people judging you? Yeah. For doing it. <laughs> in public. Um, did you see that? I posted something on Instagram, my Instagram story not too long ago. Of this guy who was like, oh, my followers want to know about my day. And his best friend sitting there laughing hysterically at him. And I'm like, this is literally how I feel if I talk into my phone while somebody is sitting there with me. I can't do it. Yeah. I'll walk three blocks away from my friends. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't quite gotten there. I'm on my way though. You guys look out for me to go live on Instagram. Yeah. So, <laughs> so either way, like I would agree with that, that the new fitness norm had the new fitness norm of virtual training or virtual anything really has I've become way more comfortable with it than I thought I would be yeah like the whole virtual realm of things um even just the difference between virtual and just like online programming because that, that's mm -hmm. a, also that's a big difference that I think people don't understand and that's where it's getting mm -hmm. confusing now is like you have virtual training and that which is like where we meet Mm -hmm. a certain platform and then you just have online training and online right. training is just like here's your program let me check right. in every so often with you or every two weeks or like every month and then you kind of go on your merry way from there so right that's where that's where I think it's getting confusing now for people is like here's virtual training and here's online training and then right. they're still in person in some locations but um right so that's also, I haven't, I, are you doing was, any online training right now? Or are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all, all of the above online, okay. virtual, and then in person. Okay. At SVS space. Yeah. Do you have more, which one do you have more of right now? Um, I actually probably have more in-person clients. Mm. I have in-person, it's probably a little bit more in-person, a little bit more virtual and then less of online programming. But the hybrids is, is nice. Um, the hybrids of in-person and online programming is a nice mm -hmm. like complement to, to being a trainer. I would think if you're looking from like a business perspective, like when, say when this, when things start to normalize again and we're like mm -hmm. gyms are open back up and when we start to, open our states back up and our cities back up i think the hybrid models of personal training are gonna stay continue where it's like for sure hey i see you x amount right. of times a week but then you're also doing x, x amount, amount of time times on your, on own, your own right supplemental to what we're doing in person that which i think stay. is great 
Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's just a large population of people who are comfortable working out on their own and Mm -hmm. I mean, could sufficiently do it, but just have no idea how to program. Right. 100%. Or what to do when they get to the gym. Yeah. And I think that was a market that we had always missed and hadn't really taught. Um, Right. And I think that's just a market that isn't taught normally um, because you teach a trainer how to be a trainer, like Mm -hmm. one-on-one in-person face-to-face and that's really all a trainer learns um, because people are just not proficient. I think with COVID and the whole pandemic and quarantine that forced trainers to have to step outside their comfort zone and learn more areas of business because that was always like a, a hard place for me in this industry was like you could hit a certain cap financially as a person um, because you can only take on so many one-on-ones and then it was like oh switch to groups and you're like okay I can then switch to groups but now like I'm giving myself so much emotionally to so what one time that I'm probably burnt out yeah I'm still not making and financially I'm still not making what I would like to be making and the only way to financially grow was by increasing my rates and then like then you're like kind of taking that from your your members right your clients right. And so i think the hybrid option is nice where it's like or the with the online option or even virtual where it's like okay i don't have to give so much of myself mm-hmm. um physically but i can give you all of the knowledge that i have by creating your program and you right. following through with it on your own i don't actually need to physically meet with you and i think right. that's the beauty of where like a lot of the industry misses on teaching a trainer um and so that's why a lot of people get out of personal training because they are like i'm burnt out yeah or and so now i'm no longer enjoying right in the industry and so i think with this online market this then teaches okay here you go let's this is how we can supplement your income without you having to give more of your time, more of your physical time. But it's also beneficial from like a client perspective as well. Yeah. I mean, I think there's it's, like probably a lot of people who are like, I don't need a trainer. I mean, I know how to work out. Yeah. And there's I a mean, lot of people that don't want someone just standing there. Right. There are, there are, I have had a lot of great clients who I was just like, I really don't need to be here with you. Right, right, right. And and they're like, yeah, you're right. You don't, but like they need the accountability. For so sure. the, the online, the online realm to things is that I can give you the accountability without having to stand there and, and watch you work out. Yeah. Babysit you. Right. For um, sure. Like I'm training people now online, like they're mm-hmm. doing my programming who I know are fully capable. They just right. need that extra accountability um and they need a different approach because like you also like when you do the same workouts over and over and over again you hit that plateau right so like not only like muscle plateau but like mental mental plateau and so now i can just keep creating and giving you programs to make you better and one last thing that you have to worry about as a client or as a gym goer um and it utilizes my knowledge without me babysitting you um, it just opens up a whole nother realm 
of possibilities. Yeah. Which and are beneficial for all involved. Oh yeah. And then there's also like I could go on and on about this whole new market. <laughs> um I mean it's exciting though. It's things that probably I mean maybe we would have discovered probably just years down the line rather yeah, than being thrown into the fire. It would have just taken a long time and it would have and I feel I I mean I do better being thrown into the fire. Like I don't do well or it's like okay let's progressively do these things to then get to this point at some point. I'm rather the all right <laughs> We're in Let's it. Do it. What do we do? Here's again, here's your problem. How do I solve it? I don't like change. <laughs> I don't like change. Well, it's just weird because I don't like change either. I hate change. I don't like change. I like to know what's coming. At least I like to know what's coming so that I can prepare for it. So yeah. then I can like come to terms with, okay, this is how it's going to change. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is what you're going to have you to do. But like in this room, we couldn't predict what it was going to be like, nor how no, long we it was going to last. Right, we still can't. Like we, I'm still sitting at home. <laughs> I'm still hanging out here. No, not kind of. That's like partially true. We're all gonna be. It's gonna go. We're gonna get in lockdown again. So, trainers better get ready. But we'll be way more prepared for it. I think this time. I do too. And I, I think th- that I think more people are now bought into the idea of virtual training and online and training online. than yeah, before. Yeah. Yeah. I think like everyone is probably at some point during this whole thing, unless you've just completely given up on fitness altogether, you've done something either online or. True. If you've given up on fitness altogether, set up, set up a call. If you've not worked up since March. Since March <laughs> or even August, reach out. Yeah. I'm at exercise corrected. Jen's at Jen Cornish <laughs> fitness underscore yeah. fitness. Is there an underscore? Yeah, yeah Jen Cornish underscore. Please. Find us on the gram. We'd love to just chat with you. We have a that lot a nice of options. I'm trying. Well, I've have you noticed that I've never talked about the name of my business in any of our podcasts? I don't have either of us. I mean, yeah, I don't think either. Did we on the first one even? Say I introduced we you guys doing? what your businesses were. I never have. Br- I've never brought up Exercise Corrected. Well, this is Alex from Exercise Corrected. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whoops good thing whoops. good thing it's my business and I don't have any employees that rely on me yeah so I think I don't yeah so I don't mind the the new fitness norm of hybrid hybrid How have you adapted your personal workouts what do you prefer How you just, how's your own workout routine changed this is actually a really great question because I was thinking about this actually not too long ago. Um, so my personal workouts, the, the one thing that I have learned about working out, having now been in quarantine, having now like switched from working in a gym and having readily accessible equipment mm-hmm. is that you can get a workout anywhere and for however length of time. Yeah. Um, because I've started like, I've traveled in, in this pandemic, like I've had, I've had to travel. Um, and I've pre like prior to the pandemic, I probably would have passed up on going for a workout while traveling. Mm-hmm. Cause I was too tired or I didn't know what I needed to do or mm. too much effort to have to figure it out. 
Um, and now having now worked out in my basement or in people's garages or in my back patio, I've learned that I can make up a workout with whatever I've got. I just right. like, I, it's comfortable now to be able to be like, okay, like, sure. Like here's a 20 minute workout, just constantly moving this, like, here are your, um, movement patterns that I'm working through. Like, so I've noticed that since the pandemic and this whole new fitness norm of mm-hmm. working out at home or virtually working out or whatever it may be, is that I never miss a workout. Like I'm probably mm. more consistent now working out than I ever have been. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Cause I've, the point. There, are, there are some times where I'd be like, I could go. And, I can't make it to the gym. So I'm not right. going to work out. Right. Like, I don't want to have to drive 30 minutes to go to the gym. Or, right. I don't have time to. Right. The gym. Think about how it. long I know. Or you think about how long it takes to get ready to go to the gym, mm-hmm. drive to the gym, then work out, then come home, yeah. shower and get ready to wherever you're going, your next destination. It's not even a matter of how long you're actually going to work out. It's, it's the process. The, the preparation. Right. It's the process right. to get to the workout, to then get home from the workout to then showering after the workout or whatever right. you do. Now I've learned that it's like, I can take an convenient. hour in between like clients and be like, I can get a good workout in, in my living room or downstairs, wherever. Right. Or even and like a good right 20, back. 30 minute stretch. Yeah. Like I've like, I've done more stretching, even though my business is basically based off of mobility. Uh, <laughs> I've done more stretching and yoga like in downtime than I ever have before whereas Mm -hmm. before it was like I gotta take a class or I gotta I gotta make sure I have a yoga mat or I gotta make sure like I've got 45 minutes to an hour now it's like okay I got 20 minutes I'm gonna go stretch or I'm gonna go ride a bike foam roll yeah or I'm gonna go for a walk yeah so and that's where I've learned with this like with online training has transformed as well is that like now I'm transitioning more into teaching just habits to people in their Mm -hmm. online programming where Mm -hmm. it's like instead of now I'm just teaching people like okay you need to be getting up from your desk at least right four times a day and like especially now yeah it's like more people are just just sitting there mm -hmm. so that's where I've it's become more of a habit building uh like program then it has mm-hmm. been like hit 95 percent of your back squat and right. i think that's become more mentally engaging for a person than how much they can back squat, back squat. Yeah. but sure. not saying that there's anything wrong with how much you can back squat because i do miss back squatting a good bit <laughs> and i will go to a gym and do that every so often i know i was gonna say are you going to a gym or something yeah there I mean I still pop into CrossFit every so often um the other thing is like everything's at a certain capacity and so like if Mm -hmm. you don't register ahead of time then you're kind of SOL um so there's there's a couple gyms that I I pop into every so often um that I have a membership to or yeah do a drop-in because I either like their workout or I want to use their equipment right yeah so but that's the other thing like I and agree or disagree or 
give me your opinion. Like I've become more adaptable with the equipment that I have. Like I've, I've learned to use different things. modalities. Yeah. Or just ways to make things more challenging, playing with reps, sets, tempos, things like that. Things that you probably would overlook when you have so many options. Right. Like I've got two dumbbells that aren't quite heavy enough for me. Right. How do I utilize them? Yeah. 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 Um, I work out with two guys and our dumbbells only go to a certain weight. And so Mm -hmm. um, I've, we've, we've played around with like tempos and stuff like that with them to get the most or using like resistance bands. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, so I've learned to get more creative with workouts, which is then led into the, like, when I travel, Hey, it's cool. Um, I can use whatever you have, or I don't need to use anything at all. Right. The new underutilized tool. I know, but body weight kind of is terrible. Mm. Sometimes. It's just not as exciting. <laughs> terrible to use it's just not as exciting it's not I mean but, but you can still get a good workout you can that's your only option you can very much so I have an entire program that's based it. on it there you go this is that's my your only option. have you noticed my shame I know plugs Alex has given <laughs> us a lot of plugs today y'all y'all hit her up at exercise <laughs> exercise corrected not corrective exercise exercise corrected there you go so. there you go what have I learned? Yeah. About your work. Uh, like from quarantine or like in my workouts. Um, I have, yeah, like you've been more adaptable. I, prior to this. I'm trying to think. But yeah. No, I didn't. Cause we didn't have any weight. Uh, I didn't have any equipment. We had, um, we have a bike, mm-hmm. not a Peloton, just a regular spin bike that I would use for cardio. Um, just like out of convenience. Like mm-hmm. if I don't feel like going to the gym for cardio, like sometimes I just, you know, hop on the bike. Um, but I've never actually like done resistance training workouts or anything before this at home. Um, yeah, I didn't have any weights. So we went, I got the weights that we got. And then my mom had like all this equipment in her basement that was not being used. So I borrowed a bunch of stuff from her, but yeah, now I love it. I don't, (laughs) Alex just picked up the muscle Mac. She wants to eat it. It's like rock solid by now. It's hard. Sorry. Ooh. No, but back yeah, I, I, back to Donna, I know, mom. <laughs> she's <laughs> yeah, not I, dead. No, I did just make that seem really bad. Yeah, no, my she's mom is very, very much, alive. much alive. She probably will never listen to this podcast because she asked me the other day, how do I find it? She's like, well, where, where is it? I'm like, going to text I'll her just, the link. I was like, I'll just pull it up for you one, one day. <laughs> I'm going to text her the link. Just be like, just click on it. Good luck with that. I'm gonna let that be your. I got your it. Task. I text her. You, te- you text her. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love working out now at home. I think it helps me personally as far as like program for my clients because I'm like, mm-hmm. if I found this challenging to do at home, or if I mm-hmm. found this workout to be cool, like, I mean, I'll try it out with my clients, and they're like, "Hey, that was crazy." And I'm like, "Yeah, I died in my living room too. We all <laughs> died a little bit. We all died a little bit. I mean, it was great." But I mean, I actually don't mind it. I mean, there's days that I literally might only have an hour. Like I probably will only have an hour this afternoon. I might hop on the bike for a little bit and then. And then you'll be good. You'll feel I'll be good. And then I do like, I probably sometimes feel like I work harder here Mm. than in the gym. I don't know what that is. Like, I feel like 
my workouts that I do at my house are probably more intense than the ones I actually do in the gym. I, I would say the temperature is different. That makes a huge difference. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Remember we used to teach the classes and I'd be in the basement sweating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's me currently all the time. But I feel like because when I go to the gym, like I strategic, like I particularly go to lift heavy or I go to use the machine. So my workouts are very, not low intensity, but probably like a little bit of a slower pace. Whereas I like crank it up here. I do more intervals. I do more hit style things. Jacking it up. I'm not, yeah. I'm not just doing bicep curls when I'm in my living room. <laughs> she might be. Yeah, no. Check so. out her Instagram page. <laughs> also, does your shirt say 1990? You. Is that like you the got that at birth? Yeah, I walked out of the womb and they handed it to me like. <laughs> your I didn't get one of those. 1989. Yeah, no, I found this um at H&M like years ago and I was like, heck yeah, that's the best year. Um what are your takeaways? Where do you feel like the fitness the, what are you ready to feel like the fitness industry is going? What might be the new norm 2021? Where do you think this is heading? I think, so just closing, closing thoughts and, and some takeaways is that um, the pandemic hit the fitness industry hard. Um, sure. it, it, it kind of messed it up a little bit um, <laughs> in terms of like a lot of fitness professionals lost a lot of hope in their, in their uh, job security. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, but I, I honestly think that if you felt that way, it's because you didn't learn how to pivot in, Ooh. in this industry, in this time period, in this pandemic. Cause I think that, yes, you're probably not, uh, producing at the same caliber that you were when the gym was open or when your gym was open or, um, when you were working in an actual location, but you're probably, if, if you did pivot and if you changed your path and you changed your, uh, model. your model, then you're probably doing okay right now. Mm -hmm. And you're probably doing, um, if some, and there are a lot of trainers who are doing better than they were doing when they were at a gym in, in a gym environment. So my takeaway for the, this new fitness norm is that it opens up a lot of doors uh, for fitness professionals. We just have to be willing to challenge ourselves and learn um, to, to pivot with it and to change our model and be open to the idea that one modality is not the only modality. Dang, drops mic podcast over no. Dang. she did just drop the mic on that one like <laughs> you, you felt that way <laughs> tell us how you really feel alex <laughs> well and in that note oh jen what are yeah. your closing what are your thoughts i feel like if there's one thing that we've learned from 2020 it's that life is unexpected and things are always changing and either you have to change with it or like Alex said, I mean, I don't know. You don't know where you might end up. Shape up but or ship like out. Pretty yeah. much. You gotta, you gotta be willing to be open-minded, change with the times, 
yeah, just be open-minded to trying new things. You never know what you might discover. I think we've all learned a new skill or learned something that we maybe weren't doing last year and maybe we're better for it. I mean, for sure we're better for it. If we come out of this, half of the things, who would have thought? What is I would have thought that December? I would have owned a business. But here we are. And things are good. Things are good. Well, Jen. Well, Alex. It's been real. Thanks. You had some really great questions, and I appreciate that. Why, thank you. That was good. It's good chatting with you, picking your brain. I try. Um, Muscle Mac. Muscle Mac. Well, friends, this is the clip. Can we just give this a test? No, um, that thing. (laughs) Jen is is holding the canister upside down, and it's like a blizzard. It's like a Dairy Queen blizzard. It's not coming out. So check back. This is episode three, but check back with us when we review probably another food I know. and beverage product. If you have any recommendations or anything you want us. True. Want us to try yeah. it. Like, you're very scared to try it. We will go purchase yeah. it. Yeah. We'll or what the it. best one is. Maybe we've already tried it. Yeah. But if you don't hear from me in about mm. eight to 12 mm. hours, I did not. Muscle milk got the best of me. Well, everyone go check on Exercise Corrected on the gram. Slide in her DMs. See if she all right, y'all. Are you well? So. <laughs> all right, friends. All right, friends. Bye. Until next time. Until next time.